2: very happy to say that I'm joined by Phil Bundesliga Bonnie on today's show as we look ahead to Celtic against RB Leipzig in the Champions League RB Leipzig at home for this game. Phil, thanks very much for joining me first of all.
3: Absolute pleasure.
2: It's not too often I get someone with a lovely studio setup with uh, soundproofing and everything, so it's a uh, it's a nice little change up. RB Leipzig are a big club in the last number of years specifically and they come with a big reputation, but is it fair to say that the RB Leipzig reputation might precede itself slightly when it comes to this current setup and this current squad over the last maybe eighteen months or so?
3: It's a squad that's going through transition and has been ever since uh, 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 Julian Nagelsmann left them. Um, what was bizarre was at the end of last season they won the DFB Cup for the first time. And they looked to be on an absolute high. Things seemed to be going all in the right direction. And then it wasn't. I I, I personally was one of the people... I, I'm having... <laughs> Bit of a nightmare this season. I tipped Leipzig and, uh, and Leverkusen to be two of the sides that were pushed by in this season. Um, and uh, whilst Leipzig uh, haven't completely imploded, certainly Leverkusen have. So uh, as you can see, football experts <laughs> can also be undone by, by by football, which is, I suppose, one of the reasons why we love the game so much is it, you, you never know what you're going to get. It's it, You can lose 5-0 or win 5-0. Um, but they have... Been going through a transition after the the, the loss of, the, of of Timo Vanna, they changed everything around. He went off to Chelsea. They moved things around. They moved the coaches around, of course, as well. Uh, and now he's back, and he's finding his way back in again. And it looks as if with the change to Marco Warza, he's built up his uh, uh, sort of strike partnership with Christopher and Kuku that they had that was there. They did know each other from 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 before. Uh, and the proof of the pudding's in the eating and and last weekend they had uh, a couple of goals each
2: yeah it's slightly terrifying for Celtic that uh, Arby Leipzig went through this sort of period of not scoring many goals, Timo Werner not really hitting the target, the Timo Werner of the Chelsea turning off for RB Leipzig and then suddenly they put four past their opponents at the weekend and Timo Werner's on absolute point as well. Just an aside point before we get into Leipzig in general, that does seem to be a little bit of a, a sort of a uniqueness when it comes to the Bundesliga that it's very hard to predict what's going to happen one season from another because Celtic played Leverkusen in the Europa League last season and they were absolutely exceptional and they were fighting for, you know, they were one of the best teams in Germany and then suddenly they're in relegation spots this season. And If you think about Leverkusen, they're actually a prime example of a club that really does fluctuate quite often when it comes to their position in the Bundesliga. Borussia Gladbach, probably similar enough. What, like What is it about the German Football League that causes such fluctuation. Even you, if you look at some of the the managers that do may, might do brilliantly at the likes of Dortmund and take over another club, and suddenly they're they're fighting for their lives as a, as a manager and, and their career. What is it about the Bundesliga that causes that? Do you think?
3: I do you know if I knew, if I could put a, a, a timer on that or, or payment on that, I expect I'd have <laughs> a, a pretty high-powered job at one of these uh, sites. The, the the thing that's I find. Particularly bizarre about the, the Bundesliga is, is, is that you have this sometimes you have this like one year effect where someone like Tedesco comes into Leipzig, everything goes right. He gets he picks them up from the, the, the depression that they were under after Nagelsmann uh, uh, left and Jesse Marsh came in, and just things weren't working for him. Although I think it was a bit of a poison chalice for him when he came in, as to be the man to follow Nagelsmann. Um, and then all of a sudden, start of the season, nothing works. And it's been the same for Gerardo Siohani as well. He's uh, got some real issues. He's got a difficult game uh, for him if if he gets that far. I mean, we, we were having a production meeting about this coming weekend uh, just before I spoke to you. And and a couple of the uh, a couple of the lads, they were saying, well, you know, <laughs> it might be the new coach in charge. Um, I think the thing about the Bundesliga is, with the exception of Bayern, of course, Bayern are always the exception, uh, most of the others are are fairly level with one another. And Mm -hmm. then things like daily form actually really has an effect. Uh, You talked about Leverkusen. They've pretty much got the same squad that they had last season. Um, Okay, alario has gone, but he wasn't getting much game time. Schick can't buy a goal for love nor money at the moment. And uh, players like Moussa Diaby, everybody knows him now. He had a really big sort of breakthrough season last season and and they know his speed and his uh, abilities now. So maybe they're keeping a, a closer eye on him when when, when teams uh, play him. But I think it's also, in the Bundesliga, we we have players like Christopher and Kunku or last season like uh, Erling Haaland. The focus very much falls on them. And before you know it, you're having to change the system again because, like with Timo Werner, uh, they've left for the for the Premier League, and and of course, money is uh, for all of us. I mean, if somebody came in and offered me jump for three times what I'm getting now, I'd certainly have to think about it. It's uh, mm-hmm. um, one of those things in the in the Bundesliga that top can always beat bottom. I mean, if you look at Augsburg, who have are perennial strugglers, um, they have. Beaten Bayern and Leverkusen uh, in the last, uh, uh, well, and Schalke as well. But in the in the last in the last three games, which is quite extraordinary for a side that have just got their best first eight games of the season ever be, behind them, including those those two wins. Okay, they won against uh, Bremen as well. Um, it's 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 a it's a strange league in 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 those terms, or, or a good league in those terms, be, because you can go to a game where your side is taking on Bayern and you can still win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the gap to the top between Bayern and everyone else is, is, is of course, massive. But Bayern, of course, not the problem uh, for Celtic uh, this week. Um, yeah. Leverkusen, uh, uh, Leipzig have changed over the years. It's, it's not widely uh, taken on outside of the Bundesliga, but they, they are amongst fans who would consider themselves traditional fans the whole setup with the involvement of uh, 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 of the fizzy drink manufacturer um, has has is a big issue in Germany uh, lots of people are not happy about having a side that seems in their eyes to skip by the rules to have back doors in to, to organize things um, personally I think it keeps it fresh mm. uh, but I'm not the person who makes the laws you know you can only look at the team on the field and I suppose that's really why you're talking to me today is you, you want to know how how Leipzig are going to square up against Celtic
2: Yeah so you mentioned Christopher and Kunku there and the sort of the turnover of player in the Bundesliga because the Premier League has just this golf when it comes to money and Nkunku is a player that's on his way out of the Bundesliga essentially if you listen to the, the reports he's essentially a Chelsea player as soon as the the summer transfer window opens, um, what, no,
3: no, I think he'll be going, it'll be gone at Christmas. Um, Oh, you think Chelsea he'll be gone have, that quickly? Yeah. Chelsea have just come in. He's got a 60 million, I think 60 million release clause somewhere, but they really don't want to wait until the summer. Um, okay. according to sources, he's already had uh, a medical and is pretty much agreed on, on terms and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, But whether or not he'll last, uh, I think they'll try and prize him away at Christmas. So I I think you you, you could actually find him gone by the new year.
2: So that makes the point even more pressing then. He's a key man for Leipzig. He scored at the weekend, but it was from the penalty spot. He also missed one as well. And What kind of player should we be expecting here? He pretty much joins in with the forward line, although he starts in the midfield. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, I mean, he's he, and he's one of those players that's got a uh, f- free, uh, free license to swap sides, go where he likes, because where he is, things happen. He's as equally good at finishing as, as, as setting up. Um, comp- uh, yeah, along with Timo Werner, the two of them have worked together in the past and are now starting to click, because, of course, with Marco Warza coming in, a uh, Leipzig born and bred uh, uh coach there's been another change but he seems to have got that new coach bounce working again um, but inkunku is definitely the danger man I mean in, in as much as the midfield the uh, the injury to Danny Olmo has done his crucial. is is a massive massive loss for them that in my books in a game like this uh, is certainly a very big negative uh, for Leipzig without Olmo pulling the strings okay they've got other players in the center um as you say, you know, and could can be in there and, and do that as can Sobosloy. Um, but they're, they're, they'll, they'll they'll certainly miss uh, um, Dani Ormo.
2: Mm-hmm. And in terms of the, let's say, the strengths and weaknesses of this side, so Celtic strengths and weaknesses would be they're very, very good at pressing, they press hard, they control the game, they're fast-paced side, but their weakness would be Defensively, uh, they can be suspect when it comes to passing out from the back. Does that sound like something that RB Leipzig would uh, be happy to hear?
3: Well, yeah, obviously. But the, the the in reverse, the the weak the weak line for me is the back line for for Leipzig. They they've they've had a few wobbly performances. Uh, uh, Mo Macan was taken off uh, at the weekend uh, by Rosa for various reasons or, or lots of different reasons. So I, I think actually it's kind of two similar sides meeting. So they'll both be aware, obviously, that the other of the other side's uh, strengths and weaknesses. I must say, I am not a Celtic expert, so I couldn't tell you how, mm-hmm. how Celtic are, uh, are lined up because uh, I, I pretty much only concentrate on on the Bundesliga. That's my
2: Mm-hmm.
3: area but uh yeah I, I think they'll come into it but you know you've got a z- no points and one point it's 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 a massive game for both of you um and it's still not a done deal with the way the points are you know either of you could still progress uh so coming down to they, they've got a few players they've got Lucas clausterman's out as well in the in the defense um for a long time leipzig were very good going forward their wing backs with that angelino uh, Klosterman going forward were uh, part of that sort of wave of Leipzig attack, but in the other direction it was never as strong. And I, th- I personally, I still think that's the the, the same uh, the same thing. They've they've they they do have frailties um, mm. at, at the back.
2: They find themselves sort of mid table in the Bundesliga this year because of their poor start to the season. But obviously, we, we've mentioned the change to Marco Rosa. What's changed? He's on the field since Marco Rosa has taken over.
3: I think he's done a clever thing in as much as he's let people play where they think they play best. So you, you the whole thing was getting Werner and Dunkunku to, to, to fire again um, on, on all cylinders. Um, but he's really not made that many changes. Um, he has been giving runouts to some of the younger players, um, like uh, uh, Hugo Nouveau. Um, they've got some very good uh, uh, young talent in there. Again, Conrad Lima is a miss. Um, <laughs> just had a quick sneaky peek at uh, my, <laughs> my list. Conrad uh, Lima being out as well in the midfield is, is another big uh, miss for them. Um, the uh, yeah, David Raum has been a very good uh, acquisition. So in a way. I think it is all recently. It has been part of of, of uh introduction to to Leipzig and bringing in the players that were there for him to use, like like Raum. So really, I don't think he's actually fiddled too much, other than use the players in the positions where they uh, are uh, more comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm. And what is it about the defense that has frailties? Is it playing out from the back that they struggle with? Is it Pace in behind or what if, if I were to ask you how Celtic can get at this Leipzig defence how would you say
3: I think the pressure thing is uh, it's space and, and, and pressure uh, is, is how you're going to get get onto them you need they need to as soon as the defence has the ball like you say uh, high pressing um, is 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 where mistakes are made and balls are played inaccurately mm-hmm. that would probably be the, about the one
2: and then the I mean, other they, way, sorry, go ahead.
3: No, no, was just say, you know, after uh, Upamecano's departure at the back, they've, they've still been looking for a very effective back line.
2: Mm-hmm. And then going the other way, I guess, um, one thing that you probably associate with the RB project in general, be that Leipzig or Salzburg or, or even New York, it's a lot of vertical quick passing get forward very quickly. Um, is that what Marco Rosa is doing with Leipzig at the minute still? Is it, is it very much a, that sort of get it forward as quickly as possible, Jesse Marsh style, or is it a little bit more methodical build-up? <laughs>
3: it's, it's get the ball to Christopher and Cunco and see what happens. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a lot of, uh, of what goes on there. Um, no, they, um, they are adaptable and, and they can do both. Uh, it, it's not just a, 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 what the Germans call kick and rush. Um, it's not just route, route one and, and spray the balls out for Werner to chase down. Um, they do have uh, ball players uh, in the centre of the park. But as I say, the big thing is uh, uh, the miss Olmo and, and Lima in the centre of midfield. is That's for me where, where if Celtic are going to beat them, that's, that's where they have to beat them is in the midfield because I, I think overall that is the weaker spot.
2: Okay, interesting. That does uh, give me a little bit of hope going into this game because Celtics midfield would be one of the stronger elements off their their side and they very much flood the midfield with a lot of bodies as well. So that's something to to keep an eye on I guess. And just before we finish up and I'll let you go, uh, Timo Werner is a name that, you know, most people know at this point and it was a little bit of a joke or a laughing stock or someone to point at as you know, maybe not the player that was was uh, originally advertised when he came to the Premier League, I guess. What's he been like since he's returned to Leipzig? It, you know, you're seeing highlights of him scoring again, so that's good. Um, is he still he's, sort of the frustrating character at times where he might have 10 chances and take two of them?
3: Um, well, I don't know. He's just scored his 100th goal for Leipzig. Uh, he, he's been, I mean, that's the, pretty the, good. First, the first player for Leipzig to score 100 goals in, in, in the Bundesliga. Obviously, they haven't been there that long. Um, it's kind of the, the shotgun technique. You know, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you fire off enough pellets, one of them's going to hit. Uh, and everybody knows that Timo Werner is, uh, you know, he'll chase down and fall over uh, quite often, but he'll also score some great goals. I suppose it's quality and return, really. I mean, in, in the Premier League, everyone's expecting you to score every single goal that goes in. Um, whereas maybe chances created is more important as long as the goals are still going. I mean one in one in five or one in three really doesn't have an, a, a negative effect if you're still winning the game three or four nil. But um, yeah, perhaps not so um, his, his, his way of uh, just his way of speaking and how he is makes him come over as quite sort of snooty, I suppose, in, in, in some ways. I, don't, I really don't see him interviewed in English very often, uh, but I know he does do interviews uh, in English. Um, but he's appreciated by the people of Leipzig. Let's put it that way. Uh, the Leipzig fans love him um and yeah i could see i I mean i I could see why he's he's sort of been a a, a sort of figure of fun as it were but yeah for years Mm. and years and years iron robin at bayern was was always you know the the diver uh, supreme um but holds a very special place in many people's hearts i think werner is probably happier at leipzig than he was at chelsea I, mm-hmm. I think that's that's that plays a, a big role. I mean, it's a cluby nose; uh, it fits straight in. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is just on a personal level. I, I don't know about you, but I, f- I find some players. Every player knows that they're the best player ever, or thinks they're the be- that they're going to come to a big club and that they're not going to be sat on the bench uh, week in, week out because there are other players that think exactly the same that are outperforming them in training and 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 producing the goods. On a Saturday afternoon, um, and I think you know you can't blame Tim Werner for being one of them. You know, you get a big offer, turns your head from Chelsea, and off you go. Uh, Allah, Christopher Nkunku. Kunku, will, will he be? Uh, will he blossom and come on there? I don't know, but you know, the Bundesliga is a great place for some of the the the, the better players to really hone their talent. I mean, I just as a Bundesliga fan the things people were saying about Erling Haaland before he moved to the Premier League uh, were ridiculous. And obviously from people that never watched him or never watched the Bundesliga. But uh, yeah, he's proven a lot of people wrong and maybe Unkunker will do exactly the same. Uh, let's hope he does because uh, it's, it's, I'm sure you're the same. I mean, I get excited about football. Uh, I've, I moved on years ago from going, oh, it's only about Southampton, my, my particular club. Uh, it's not. It's about the game itself. And I can get equally as excited um, if if Bayern are beating Dortmund and playing well as I can if Dortmund are playing Bayern uh, 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 and winning and, and beating them and, and playing well. It, it it's For me, it's about the quality of football played and you always want to see good football. And sometimes good football isn't necessarily fancy football with lots of lovely flicked passes and things. Sometimes it's just... Two teams getting really crunched into one another. Augsburg against Schalke, Schalke against Augsburg last weekend for the neutral was a fantastic game. Finished 3-2. We had a sending off. We had a horrible injury, which obviously we don't need, but let's hope he gets uh, set. Vandenberg. den Berg. Gets uh, better after Christmas. It wasn't broken; his ankle, but it was hanging by. Uh, it was it was pleasant It's one of one of the one of the, uh, one of the disadvantages of, of being a commentator is that you not only have to watch it, but then you have to watch it like three or four times yeah. in the slow mo when you're describing what happens. Um, but yeah, the excitement of the of football is the thing, and, and I think Timo Viana excites the Bundesliga, excites uh, he excites Leipzig fans uh, and. Um, Hopefully, Christopher and Cooker, when he goes the other direction, uh, will will do the same.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes a happier player is a better player as well. So that that like that that comes into it as well. Some t- players just don't, whatever it is, they just don't uh, fit in or they don't settle, and and that that comes off on the football pitch as well. Um just as we finish up, then uh, I know you don't know too much about Celtic uh, per se, but if if you were to make an educated guess on how Leipzig are playing at the minute and and their form in the league, do you think they'll have too much firepower for a team like Celtic tonight? Or how do you see it going?
3: Over the years, the 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 whole Champions League thing has got so much closer. Um, home advantage can be a, a, a massive thing, uh, especially post-pandemic or, or uh, this lull in the pandemic that we seem to be having. Um, but at the same time, motivation... On the day, can count for a lot. I mean, I, I hate to say, it, I kind of think this one might be a draw. <laughs> um, it, it 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 smacks to me as the possibility of a draw. But you know, if you'd have said Germany are going to beat Brazil seven one in the World Cup, I'd have probably laughed as well. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. I'm really, it, it's 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 like you said yourself, the, the Bundesliga is very terribly hard to predict a lot of the time, and I think the Champions League can be like that as well. You have you have I mean Frankfurt were brilliant last night and, and the guy running the show for them is nearly as old as me. Mm. <laughs> He's 38, nearly 39 year old Makoto Hasebe kept Harry Kane in his pocket all night.
2: Yeah. This uh, it is a hard game to predict, especially with the, the way that the, the both sides are playing. But in in my in my in my hope, I hope that to come away with a win. But we um I think we're going to get goals. I think that's that's the main well, thing that we're
3: going to look as, at. As a football fan, I always hope for goals. Uh, if it ends up a three-three draw, or a two-two draw, or a one-one draw, that's a lot better than a nil-nil fill game. So, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm with you. I I, I hope that football's the winner always. Um, and uh, as as a uh, Bundesliga fan, and obviously you know it's 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 good for us if uh, Leipzig do well. But at the same time you want to see a good game of football. And I, I, I think it'll be a, 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 watch the midfield for this one. That's, that's my two. I think it's going to be settled in the midfield. It's uh, who's strongest. And it might just be physical as well down there, because they've got a couple of players that like to get stuck in as well. Uh, and and uh, obviously Celtic have a couple of players that can move it around in the, uh, in, in the midfield. Uh, so I mm-hmm. just uh, finish off the cup of tea and, um, yeah. I wouldn't be without hope if I was a Celtic fan tonight and I wouldn't be without hope if I was a Leipzig fan either. I, I think it's a lot, uh, It's going to be a close one, which yeah, will hopefully be exciting.
2: Yeah, hopefully. Uh, Phil, if people want to get you on Twitter, it's Bundesliga underscore Phil. And uh, I'm sure if people are wanting to get up to speed on anything to do with the Bundesliga, drop Phil a uh, follow on Twitter. Phil, thanks very much.
3: Ender, absolute pleasure. All the best for uh, both teams tonight. Let's hope they they do us all proud. And uh, it's an old cliche, but may the best team win.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians
2: to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.